0: So the last couple weeks, we've been talking about changes in our life that we can make to start off the year on a positive note. One of the most recent topics that we touched on was our finances. Well, this week's episode is a continuation on that Zoom chat where Linda Repisardo and Paula Garcia taught us their tips and tricks on handling their finances. Now that we have the gist of handling our finances, it's time to talk about self-care and discuss why is it that we always put it on the back burner. As a group of Latinas from the southeast
1: side of Chicago, we created this platform because, well, we just have something to say. Join us for laughs, cries, the ups and downs, and a little bit of tea. Or café.
0: So grab your café con canela. Or coffee. And let us be part of your Wednesday mornings. So we're back with Linda and Paula. Hi, guys. How are you? (laughs) Ooh. So one of the things that I definitely want to work on as well, because I feel like during this pandemic, I did not, I stopped doing the self-care, I guess you could say. Is that, is that what it's called? I don't I think know. It's
2: a good, yeah, I mean, it's a term that's been around, but it's definitely something that's been brought up more during this here pandemic.
0: So yeah, I know I, in one of our previous episodes, we talked very little about um, waxing. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, just wanted to learn more. I know Paula that you are a licensed esthetician. Am mm-hmm. I saying the word yes. correctly? Mm-hmm. What does an esthetic, what is an esthetician?
2: So with an esthetician and mind you, it, it can vary from state to state, but all it means is what you're licensed to do in, for example, the state of Illinois. So under my license, I can work on skincare, so I can take a client and do different things with, um, uh, like, for example, like facials or waxing. I can also do makeup, although in the state of Illinois, you don't necessarily need to be licensed, or not necessarily, you don't need to be licensed to be a makeup artist. But okay. So I can do makeup, I can wax, uh, do facials, do sort of uh, different types of skin treatments, like I said, waxing. So things like that.
0: Well, the reason it was brought up was because one of, um, well, Leela goes and she, she likes to get waxed. And I said that I had tried, well, I have waxed. I mean, obviously I've done, I do my own waxing. Like when I do waxing is my legs and my armpits. Mm-hmm. Um, And, but when I've done, I tried to do uh, the area down below and I tried and I had, I quit halfway because it On was painful. <laughs> yes i tried to do it on my own oh my years ago. so that's why i was like oh no oh no for me it was always i i use um i either shave mm-hmm. or i started using this uh creamer that's kind of like nair mm-hmm. but it's not nair i found it on tiktok I, I forgot the name of it i think it's like v or Viet. Viet? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, which works well is. so that's but that's what i use, or i've used the shaving powder which also is like something that was on TikTok. So I'm like, let me try it. <laughs> the only thing with them is that they do have a funky smell. They work well, but they grow back just as fast as if you're shaving. So it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't, the only difference is I don't have the rashes of shaving because even just my legs, um, I, don't, I don't like to shave. Uh, the, when I shave my legs, I, I, I feel like it irritates it really, really bad. So I've been wanting to go and wax everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't believe you tried to do it yourself.
3: Well, yeah, because <laughs> that is I, bold.
0: I never, I, I just imagined like, I'm not going to go to someone and get waxed. Like that was my mentality, you know, sorry, this was years ago. So I was always like, well, I'll just do it myself. And yeah, that was a big mistake. I think I was like bleeding and stuff. So like, oh
2: my I mean, I tried it once when I was in school and that's when we were learning and practicing. And again, I probably shouldn't have done that either. I was um, in a lot of pain and a lot of tears. I don't know how I got out of that mess. And I have a really high tolerance for pain, but I definitely do not recommend anyone uh, wax their nether regions on their <laughs> own. Whoa. No, 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 no. Um, but people do it. There are some brave souls that can get it done, but there's a lot of, uh, bits and pieces that you need to be careful with. And when you're nervous and you know, when you're nervous, and that's one of the things that happens when you're waxing on your, uh, uh, like that area, Mm um, you, you create warmth in your body when you're nervous and that will prevent the heat for the, the wax either depending on whether they're using hard wax or strip wax.
0: Okay.
2: And so it'll create some problems and that's maybe one of the problems that you ran into, which is definitely one I ran into. So, uh, yeah, not, not fun. Um, But what what are
0: some of the questions that you had? What are the benefits of? uh, Is it true, first off, that the hair grows faster when you shave than when you wax?
2: So yes and no. It's not so much that it grows faster. So what happens is our hair grows in three different stages, and so what happens when we shave is. You're cutting down all of those stages to one. And so it's all growing out at that same rate. Because if this is your hair and this is the skin, you're chopping it off at that top. And, you know, that next level is just going to start pushing out. When you wax, your hair starts to come out in those different stages. And so you'll notice that at some point it looks like it's taking longer to grow. And so you'll have some of that baby fine hair, or they'll say if you um, if you shave, your hair is coarser and thicker versus waxing, it'll start to come out thinner. That's the one that I've heard more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it's I not do so much that. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it does come out a little thinner and it's mostly just because of the way that it's being cut. So if it's being shaved, it's getting cut at a blunt edge versus that fine, pointy, um, baby hair that it'll come out of, um, if you're waxing something and taking it out at the root. So if you're imagine if you're taking out a hair, that's already there, you're pulling it out at the root, the amount of time that it's going to take to, create that new hair for it to start coming up at that point you're already having other hair that was already formed using that same follicle starting to come out and it's just coming out in stages and the hair does feel smoother and softer because you're not feeling that hair at that blunt cut should you um were you to have shaved it if that makes sense
3: so it.
2: Okay. It, it does, it does, um, that hair does look like it's growing much slower and it, fe- it definitely does feel much softer if you start into, uh, if you get into a habit of waxing it versus shaving it. And it definitely does. I wax my own underarms and even if I let it go longer than I should, it feels, and it even looks so much lighter and smoother. And I can go a little longer in between waxes, sh- whereas if I would have been shaving, it would have been a different situation. And it's just because of the way that you're removing the hair. So it's not magic. It's just, you know.
0: Yeah. The way it grows back or the way that it was removed and it grows mm-hmm. back. So Linda, you've got in the laser hair removal,
3: correct? Yes, that's right. And I and I have gone to get before then, I've, I've gone to get waxed many times because I would not dare to do it myself, but it needed to be done. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I was laughing when I heard you ladies talk about it because the first time for sure, you're just concerned about, you know, there's someone looking at your hoo-ha and- uh, Exactly. <laughs> And and it it could be painful. So I'm a big I Google everything, and so you know I took the precautions beforehand. I mean, you're you're supposed to take, uh, I mean, I'm sure I took aspirin or Advil, one of the two. One is more effective, or you're supposed to an hour before I went. Um, but I always just went with the mentality of of course there's some embarrassment, but I just assume you know they had to have seen worse right uh you know they've seen all shapes sizes colors everything so Paula's like yep <laughs> mm-hmm. so it really can't be that <laughs> bad cuz mostly you just go with you're kind of embarrassed right um but it's you know i, I i've always gone to a woman I, you know and so that <laughs> also, I don't know if they have male versions. i don't know um but you know, I think once you go a couple of times, I just think the benefits definitely outweigh the embarrassment for sure. Mm-hmm. And and it just feels, I mean, I just could not deal with the shaving because the razor burn is serious. I mean, Yesenia, I assume we have the same type of hair. I have
1: super yes. coarse
3: hair. Um, you know, you mentioned shaving whenever I would shave my legs and I would try, you know, the Venus or, you know, I, they're expensive. Um, when I would shave my legs, because I have such light skin and such dark hair, even when I shaved, it looked like I had stubble. And I would say, like, look, know I'm actually soft, but you know, not for very long, but it, you, it would look like I had stubble and I hated that so much. Uh, so I ended up getting laser hair removal and it was a process, but I did it in 2014 through 20, early 2015. I went through, I think I ended up getting nine sessions on my legs. Um, and then with a package, I got underarms and um, bikini line or down there. So it started off with getting some Groupons and then ended up buying a package. But, and as you know, I'm frugal. It was very expensive, but totally worth it for me. I mean, I, it's, it's amazing. I haven't just not having to worry about shaving all the time.
0: And is it still pretty good? Or have you seen like hairs growing back? Cause I know that they said if you were to get pregnant because of the hormones, it would grow back. Correct.
3: That is what I heard. So I had I told myself that I'd wait at least five years so I can get my money's worth. <laughs> um, I saw t- it is starting to regrow a little bit. So there are patches where hairs are starting to grow back, but it's still extremely thin. Um, my underarms—I didn't get as many sessions as my legs, so that has started to grow back, but it's much thinner than it was before, and. The fact is so still the majority of my leg is still, I don't have hairs, but then because I never shave, this is really gross, but because I never shave, then there will be the random extremely long hair (laughs) because I don't know to look for it. I mean, so realistically, I mean, I really haven't shaved in, I don't know, like five years, but I do have a razor in the shower just to kind of touch up the little sprouts that that kind of come through so
2: yeah no laser hair removal is pretty great and then um it's just like I think a lot of people don't know to expect that you do have to have some maintenance at some point some a lot sooner than others and that just depends on your body chemistry and um your hair it doesn't really work the same on everybody I mean for the majority it does but you do have some here and there where you'll have to get that touch up a lot sooner hmm but it is yeah. pretty great
0: yeah i definitely do want to um i've wanted to look into the laser hair removal um but i wanted when she said that, i was like well let me have kids first and then um then when i'm willing when i'm able to invest in that but i i do need to actually go and get that fear out of the way because it is i don't the the, um, the cream stuff too i don't know how much that's affecting my skin either i mean i don't know how I don't know how bad chemicals are um and sometimes it does leave me a little rashy uh, like in my legs or whatever it is but um it's much better than the than the razor i can't i can't shave like i i do when i'm too lazy to put the creamer on or when i'm in a rush uh, because you have to wait like six or seven minutes mm-hmm. before you wash it off so when i'm in a rush sometimes i will be like oh screw it. let me just get the razor but i notice the difference right away like i notice the difference that like it 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 leaves me irritated and like Linda said like it doesn't matter what kind of I've used different kinds of razors and my skin is just sensitive to that
3: yeah so um I think
2: for a lot of us especially in our family we do have um sensitive Mm -hmm. skin and I Mm -hmm. for me even with waxing I have to be careful with larger areas with my legs I will uh break out in hives after Mm -hmm. I wax so I have to be careful with the types of wax that I'm using and um the frequency with which I do it. So unfortunately for me, I do have to sometimes shave my legs everywhere else is fine. But uh-huh. my legs, I don't know if it's because it's a larger area, but I do have very sensitive skin. So, and with a uh, razor burn, I have to be careful. I have to make sure uh-huh. that it's a clean razor that I'm following the guidelines. I don't keep it in the shower because of the moisture Mm -hmm. um, in the water that could dull the blades and then bacteria, bacteria can grow in there. And if you do have sensitive skin and you are prone to razor burn, that's just, you know, you're always creating these little nicks and cuts in your skin when you're shaving, even if you don't, you know, you don't bleed or you cut yourself outright, You are creating, um, some little, uh, little cuts, and you just want to be careful. And so keeping your razor in the shower, and it's for convenience, we all Mm -hmm. do it. But it's some of those things that you start to learn um, to do and not to do. And just because waxing my legs isn't uh, feasible for me to do all the time, because it is, it just it hurts, it's itchy, and it stays for quite a while. So I just opt for shaving uh, my mm-hmm. legs I would want to do um, laser I just I don't know I just haven't done it yet because it is a time commitment you have to schedule like sessions and it. it can be anywhere very very lucky people can do maybe like six to eight sessions but for the most part about nine to ten sometimes a couple more that's about the norm and especially with coarser hair it's going to happen um, so I just haven't done it but for my legs that's definitely an investment I would make
3: But I do have to. Yeah. yeah, My legs. I think
0: definitely, at least for my legs.
3: Yeah. It's not cheap, but. No, no, not at all. And it's a time commitment. Like you said, I think I had to schedule them six weeks apart. And I started in the winter because you also don't want to get a tan while you're going through the sessions. Mm -hmm. Because my understanding is the laser then searches for the hair and, and the color of your skin. They, they slowly like increase the the intensity of it. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to, and it searches for your skin color. Um, so you don't want to get a tan in that process mm-hmm. between sessions. So you have to be careful about that. But I'm glad yeah, you mentioned, I'm, th- I'm actually, I'm glad you mentioned the razor and the shower thing. Cause I recently started to pay attention to that. Now I don't shave that often. But I noticed that it said hey I don't use my razor that often and yet the next time I use it, it seems dull or and of course I noticed uh, it, it can start you can get some rust, rust on there. Mm-hmm. And so right I started pulling it out because you know why am I after a while I would just use a razor one time next time I use it, it seems dull. Um, but. Anyway, yeah. that's, a, that's a I good never point.
0: even thought about that. So thank you for sharing that information because mine is literally always in the shower. And especially since I don't shave that often because that's my last resort kind of thing.
3: <laughs> that's probably yeah. why I'm always irritated afterwards. Well, yeah, if you and just I- think of the feeling of a fresh blade, it feels amazing. And then the next time I would that's use it, true. it, it would feel dull, so... Yeah, I read that you want to take it out of the shower. Go ahead. Another thing
0: that I heard, and I don't know, maybe you can tell me if this is true or not. Um, But I what I've been doing is I've been using conditioner instead of like shaving cream or Mm -hmm. soaps. Um, I read somewhere that that's supposed to help with, you know, shaving. I don't know. No, that's, it
2: definitely, it definitely does. The only thing about that, it can get expensive because conditioner on the, you know, it's if, if, depending on what, you know, I mean, and, and that could be, and the only thing to be careful with that is the consistency of conditioner is thicker. So it could clog up your razor, but it's an alternative. Sometimes if you're in a pinch and that's all you have a great way to circumvent having to use conditioner to get that soft feeling, um, would be to, um, exfoliate before you're going to shave, even though obviously shaving is exfoliating or what, you know, any sort of hair removal, but you would want to exfoliate with maybe like a like a sugar scrub, something soft because sugar dissolves in the water. So it's not going to be anything super harsh that's going to ha- harm your skin, especially if you're about to shave right after. So something um, like a sugar scrub would be great to kind of rub over that area that you're going to uh, shave. And obviously making sure that you have a fresh razor and a great um, thing to use. Sometimes there are um, shaving oils. If you don't want to, if you feel like a shaving cream or a foam is too drying to your skin, there are shaving oils. Now, again, you have to be careful because they, if, you're not careful with the blade it will clog up the blade but Mm -hmm. there are some and those actually um for me I like using shaving oils it's a little bit more like I have to be like I have to clean my razor after that but it's nice and it leaves your skin feeling pretty soft after um I also started switching the type of body wash that I use to wash my wash myself with after I, I started using a um a body oil, like a shower oil, and that actually like coats my skin and it makes it feel soft and it hydrates before you jump out of the shower and then put on lotion to make sure that there's not a lot of moisture escaping your body. And a lot of the times, if you notice that once your legs are dry, after you shave and you hop out, that's when you start to feel really itchy And so just making sure that it's like your skin is moisturized, that will prevent a lot of that feeling. There's also different types of gels to prevent rash, like razor burn rash and things like that. So that's something else, but just making sure that your skin is nice and hydrated, that's going to be very helpful just to start off with it. And that might solve a lot of people's problems. And if it doesn't, then there's obviously something else going on beyond that. But just to start off with just trying out different products at the beginning without alcohol, without fragrance. And that's going to solve a lot of people's like issues with shaving or with that dryness or razor burn from the get-go. Now for your bikini area, that's something totally different, but at least for your legs, that's a good place to start.
0: I'm glad you brought up the sugar scrubs because we actually just got a sugar scrub today. Uh, We went to a pop-up store with uh, Lily that was in the last segment, well, two segments ago, Mm -hmm. um, our hair, my my hairdresser, which by the way, I just got my hair done. Finally, I noticed, I
2: noticed about <laughs> it. Was beautiful. Thank you. That's
0: the only reason it's curly, is because she saw me this morning and she said, So here, real quick, sorry, change the subject real quick. Or what is that? Detour. Quick detour. So I was gonna make a transition video for TikTok yesterday. So I recorded the beginning part of it in my car, right before I went in to see her and then i was gonna do the end part because you know they they curl it and everything so i was like i'll do the end when i get back outside well it was super dark outside because it's getting dark like after four already so i was like i can't do it because now it's like it's a huge that you can't even see me and the you know it looks it looks funny so i was like whatever i'll do it tomorrow morning so then in the morning today i was like i wrote, i put it in a bun i was like hopefully it doesn't mess up and sure enough the curls fell and um she saw me she's like did you do your transition video i'm like no i couldn't because it was dark shake.' do you want me to touch them up? I'm like, please. So she touched them up really quick for me so I could do my transition video. So she's awesome. But speaking of, so she had a pop-up and we got this moisturizing honey lemon body scrub with CBD oil, CBD infused. So um, sounds calming. Yeah. So (laughs) definitely. (laughs) So we'll definitely be trying this out. And I'm so glad that you brought up um, scrubs because I, I don't even remember who recently told me that it's good to, to, to do a body scrub, which I haven't done in so long, you know, mm-hmm. and um, but I will be looking on this one is a sugar scrub. It does say on the sugar scrub. So are there any scrubs that you recommend? I um, No,
2: right now, honestly, you are talking about supporting a small business. I would research. I'm very big into buying local and buying from small businesses. So many people, especially during this pandemic have started making a lot of great things and promoting them. Like, you know, your friend in her pop-up shop, if you find a place like with just research the ingredients, obviously a sugar scrub isn't, you know, something extremely complicated. It has minimal ingredients. If you look at the ingredients and uh, you see how it's made, making sure that obviously it's made in a safe environment and it has good stuff in it, then that's, you know, that's a good place to go. I use, that's, that's what I get. I'll go to Etsy I'll find small shops, I'll try different things out, but I'm a big fan of sugar scrubs. That's what I use. Um, there's no particular one. There's nothing that's like knocked my socks off right now that I'll be like, oh my God, this is one that I use. Uh, one other thing that you can use is uh, do uh, dry body brushing, which uh, that I'm a fan of. What and, is it? I'm sorry. So it's this brush. It's usually like a wooden paddle type of a brush with long, um, coarse bristles, and they're not super rough or harsh on the skin, but it, you do it before you get into the shower. So while your body is dry and you brush in upward motions in sections, you do about three brushes per section upwards towards your heart. And that, um, think of it like shingles on a roof. So as your skin dries, so, um, every day you're losing skin cells and, um, when they're dry, you know, they're about to slough off. It's just helping your body kind of shed everything all at once. And it makes your skin feel so so smooth. And for me, and now this isn't proven, there's so many people that there's studies and um about like cellulite and things like that, but it actually helps to improve the appearance. It doesn't make your cellulite go away, but it helps to improve the Uh, appearance in certain stubborn pockets for me, like the backs of my legs will look a lot more dimply. Even if I run my butt off and I do a ton of exercise, that's an area where, I mean, in our family, again, my family, the women will carry our weight and our hips and um, thicker thighs. I've always had thicker thighs.
0: It's our family. You're right.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh And so um, even I, you know, I've always been an athlete. I, and even when I was very tiny and ran my butt off and played, you know, sports every single day, I still had those like dimples and I'd never understood it. And, you know, there the internet wasn't around to help explain any of this, um, come to find out like, you know, late thirties, something that's always going to be there. It's not really going to go away. You could exercise even very, very thin people, healthy people have cellulite but you can help to reduce the appearance um, by moving. So a lot of it is just little pockets of fat that have kind of pulled in certain areas. And then just helping with the brush, it just helps circulate things and kind of disperse things. And it makes it look a lot better. If you stop doing it, um, you know, it could appear. And obviously when your skin is rougher and bumpier, when you don't exfoliate, you'll have a lot more of those shadows that appear so you could see it, but try dry body brush body brushing. And that'll help at least my razor burn on my legs. And a lot of that, that's, that has helped immensely. So between sh- um, sugar scrubs and uh, body brushing it just makes your skin so, so soft and um, smooth. And for me, it's helped with a lot of that appearance of that stubborn cellulite.
0: Oh, dang, I'm gonna have to look into that for sure. So Linda, have you noticed that if your like, has your routine changed at all? Now that you've gone from Chicago weather to Florida weather? I mean, you don't have to worry about the dang cold.
3: <laughs> You're right. I don't have to. I, well, the sad thing is it's gotten cold in the morning here. And by that, I mean, it's like it it's pretty cold, but it would be in the low 40s. And that's the cold morning. And, I, and, I, and I've now become an official Floridian because I'm like, oh, I have to put a light jacket on. <laughs> oh, no, for um, you. <laughs> but no, so the routine has definitely changed. I mean, a lot of it is also this year, um, being home a lot more. The I, I'm very fortunate to now be somewhere where there's a lot of green around me. Uh, and I love that. And so in the mornings, in Chicago, I used to work out in the morning, and that was another one of my habits that I was like, I'm going to wake up five five 545 every morning or 445 every morning, and I'm out the door at 530. Uh, and even if I'm not that, that productive at the gym, I'm, I'm out the door, and that's just what I'm doing. Uh, so now I, I still wake up early here. I can sleep in a little bit more because I don't have a long commute. But now I run outside. I mean, I got used to that because they closed the gyms here. and Well, that's good. Yeah. And I was not used to running outside. so So that's, it's nice. And if not, then I go for a lot of walks. That's a new thing. So Phil was always a big walker, even in the city. He would just go for walks for like two hours. And I thought that was the strangest thing because I was like, where are you going? You know, you're just walking he said i just was walking just turning down random blocks and i just thought that was weird uh so i started doing that this year and my mind also just doesn't work that way though so i kind of take the same route all the time <laughs> but it there will be long walks and i've learned to appreciate that i'll put a couple podcasts on uh an audiobook and 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 just just walk around and it, you know I, I if i don't feel like running then i just at least I'm outside and I'm walking and, and it gets me, it gets me moving. It gets me kind of just looking around, uh, and seeing nature and things like that. So that's been, that's been my me time. I'm glad that you brought that up
0: because yeah, self-care does also include working out and walking and taking care of your body which is something that i i definitely want to work on as well in the new year (laughs) and paula i've noticed that you have been posting a lot on instagram about some self-care in that aspect Mm -hmm. that you've been Uh, doing
2: yeah no i've had um a year of change and i think like now i feel comfortable saying like it's been a solid year that i have really truly committed to working out and honestly, more than anything, working on myself. Like Linda said, just like taking walks. I love, I love that. Mm -hmm. I love going on for walks and just learning to be alone, but more than anything, just figuring out how my body moves, how it works, working out. And I enjoy it. I look forward to some of that time alone to just, if I'm having a really rough day, to just really working it out. And I've had days where I finish a workout and I am in tears. No reason, nothing's going on. It's just a like a pool of emotions that just comes out of nowhere. Everybody harbors it. We either repress it or, you know, everybody deals with whatever's going on in their day-to-day lives differently. Um, for me, I think I repress a lot of it. Most likely, because otherwise I wouldn't be crying at the end of my run, (laughs) but it feels really, really good. And it's not that it was particularly difficult or anything. Sometimes it's just a way, like they say that it releases all types of emotions. It really does. And it just feels really good. And uh, lately I've been posting the end of my workout every day, just as a way to push myself and motivate myself. And um, and I look forward to posting it because I feel like, all right, my day is done. And it's and I, like like I said earlier, like I'm not a big poster. I'm not one to brag or just put anything on there, but it makes me feel really good because I was like, man, this is an accomplishment. It one is. day I had a really, really rough day and I didn't want to do it. That's the last thing I wanted to do. But I was like, you know what? I'm lucky to have the time to do it. I'm lucky to have the equipment to do it. I'm lucky that I'm able to do it. So it's not like I have to do it, but I get to do this. And so I felt very appreciative and I kicked myself in the butt that day for thinking that way. And I just went for it and it felt, oh my gosh, it, it turned, even though it was later, I don't work out till late at night during the week because of my schedule, but man, it felt good.
3: I love that. That's using social media in a positive way, you know? Yeah. No, I had sorry. some friends that um, you just reminded me earlier in the pandemic, uh, some girlfriends of mine from, from college, we started posting. So I have the Nike plus app and, and t- started posting our runs and then a, three or four, four other people jumped on and we just would tag each other. And we all had the Nike plus Nike run app. And we would post it, post our runs, and then they would tag, you know, all the other girls. So then you kind of just felt like I had to run again because, you know, we were tagging each other. It was kind of like, a, okay, you know, you're next. Uh, and so that was a fun way to do it. Uh, and even if we just said, like, look, just get, just get moving. You don't have to run. We wouldn't post our times, right? We would put two miles done. And the Nike app will put the two miles and you can choose to put the, how fast you ran or you don't have to. And so we were like, look, you don't have to post it. It's not a competition. It's just get up and get moving and then motivate your girls in the process. And that, that helped a lot just to mm-hmm. and also kind of get me in the groove uh, and running outside. Like I said, I, I was not a runner, never ran outside, but that got me going. So yeah, no, some days like the motivation
2: of other people in a positive, like when you have those positive interactions, it makes you feel good. And mm-hmm. it just makes you want to do it. Some Sometimes like a smile or just that positive push from other people. Um, I had a friend say, because I tagged her in my walk, because sometimes we'll do walks on Saturdays together. Or would, uh, And she's like, oh man, you reminded me. And just or Peloton gives you, um, you get like little blue dots on your calendar for every day that you work out. And man, it, it was like, I want, I, I feel sad. I don't want an empty
3: space where a blue dot shouldn't be. <laughs> I want my blue dot.
2: That's
3: that positive reinforcement.
2: Yes. No, it really, really helps. And I was not one. of like, no class is going to tell me what to do. Don't tell me how to run. <laughs> don't tell me that I have to be down here for a minute. Um, But no, this is definitely felt a whole lot better. And I did not like it. I was not one to, uh, I like team sports, but, um, classes through a video were not ever motivating, but these are good. I don't know what it is about these people, but I'm hooked.
0: And I apologize, lady, because while you guys are talking about working out, I'm over here eating dinner. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's, it's loaded tots at that. Yeah. But
2: um, anyway, but I think that's like one of those things that we just have to start at least You know, you have to start thinking differently. Hey, eat what you want to eat. If that makes you happy. But then obviously, if you want to make sure that on the opposite end, if you want to feel better, whatever that means to you, whether it's Mm -hmm. to do a mask or, you know what, I want to try and uh, meditate.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I want to go for a walk. You know, who's anybody to say, um, you know, oh, my gosh, you're doing this or not doing that. Nobody's living The life that you're living and it's not until those things change that um that you know you'll start to feel better for me sometimes I could I before I couldn't work out I dealt you know I dealt with years of infertility and I was gaining weight upon weight upon it was just I was uncomfortable and um in my own body and to even admit that I couldn't there's no way And I mean, could I have said, oh, well, it's because of the meds. Well, it's because, yeah, well, it's also because I wasn't doing anything else. I was depressed and I was overeating. And there were other things that I was contributing to being at the weight and where I was at. And it wasn't until I had a hard look at myself and wanting, well, what do I want? You know, I can't cry over not being able to have you know, a baby anymore, or because this happened or because that happened. And and um, it was getting to a point where I was getting to be very unhealthy. And I have a daughter that I love so much. And I want to live a long life to live my life alongside her. And it, what was that going to look like? What was I doing to myself? Just because I couldn't get this other thing that I wanted. And so making sure that I was living healthy for me, not for everybody else, because that doesn't work when you're being shamed into doing something. At least it didn't for me being shamed or feeling like, oh, we know you shouldn't look like this or, you, you know, I don't know until I figured, oh, okay, well, I want to live and I want to be able to walk and not be winded. And I want to feel healthy and good about myself. And that's what this means to me and making sure that I work out every day, it makes me feel good.
0: And I want to touch on, because I know you touched on um, blaming it on the medication, or because it's very easy to do that. Like being sick or having certain, you know, PCOS or uh, mm-hmm. hypothyroidism or infertility. Yes, those are all things that can make it a little bit difficult, or uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an obstacle to probably lose weight, but it also didn't, it wasn't the only thing that made us gain the weight, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's the same, it's the same thing with me. It's like, it's so easy to put it on those things, but it also didn't, con- it wasn't the only thing that contributed to my weight gain. You know, yeah. I'm, sh- I don't eat the healthiest and I don't work out, you know? So even if it's those little things that I can change, it, it it's going to make a difference. So,
2: yeah, but it's a safe, safe zone, right? Because people around you, at least your family, um, they know that. So you Mm -hmm. know they're not going to mention your weight or say anything because you have that. Exactly. So they're not, it's like a landmine that no one is gonna step on. And Uh you almost kind of like rely on that to say, well, I'm gaining another pound here and there, but it's okay because and then you start to have this because I yeah. Yeah, you start to believe it and you start to get into that that hole that it becomes very difficult to dig out of because Mm -hmm. then it's like, well. You know, if somebody's going to reproach, well, you know, hey, you keep saying you want to be healthy, but now you're eating XYZ and it's like, well, you know, and you don't even <laughs> need to say the rest of it. They yep. know. And who in your family, and we come from a family, let's face it, where we were we grew up being criticized and people yes. kind of roasting you yep. and doing. And so we can take it, but God forbid somebody steps on that landmine because nobody wants to do it. Mm-hmm.
1: and, you're right. they, you're and right. they
2: won't and so you kind of nestle yourself in this protective little cocoon of well I can keep doing this because no one's going to say anything and it's almost like it's not happening but it's happening
0: <laughs> you look in that like, mirror and right. nobody in my leggings. family's ever mentioned my weekend but I'm, I, I've clearly gained weight and I, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had too
2: and it's like once those black leggings you feel comfortable because everyone wears leggings now and it's like this normal thing to do right and they fit but it's like, honey, they're <laughs> see through now. <laughs> For me, I have a big, you know, I've always had a, a you know, a wider, right? And it's just like, okay, well, that's, you know, it's fine to just give a bigger pair of leggings. Well, honey, they they don't get bigger at this point on that. They, they're see through. I had a friend, we went out one time and she's like, um, Paula? <laughs> oh, I
0: got somebody. They're see
2: through, you know? <laughs> she invited me to these things. They happen, they're embarrassing. Can you imagine? How many times I walked out of the house with this pair of leggings or with other pairs of leggings and they're black. So you think it's fine. No, it's not. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And there's only so many hoodies you can use to cover your butt. And at some point, like, as I sit here in my hoodie and my leggings. (laughs) But I still think about that.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. So if you don't mind sharing, you don't have to tell us, like, how much you lost or anything. But, like, sizes you went down or, like. Mm do you feel comfortable sharing that? information? Oh gosh. Or? Yeah. I have you, I have no shame about
2: it. And honestly, I'm proud, I'm proud of it because I've worked my behind off. I lost 40 pounds Good job. from August of last year through about March, I lost 40 pounds and then I gained a lot of it back
0: through the pandemic it's been
2: rough and and it's like I have a whole setup and I was working out I was still working out every day and then I'd be like ah you know I'm gonna take off today and then that became into a couple days and then a week and in my head I still thought I'm doing good I'm working out I do I do two hour sessions a day that'll cover me an hour today an hour Mm -hmm. tomorrow that I didn't do and it doesn't work that way And then we were snacking like there was no tomorrow and um, eating just, I was cooking. So I figured it's a lot healthier, like I'm cooking at home, but I wasn't being as diligent about what we were eating as I was before, before our meals were more regimented and I was meal planning because I was busy with work. I was no longer working. She was doing homeschool, like a remote school. He was working in his office all day. So at the beginning, I'm roaming the house cleaning. At some point, there's nothing to clean. And you start this process of either, I I don't want, you know, people have some very serious depression. So I don't want to say that I was depressed, but I was definitely reverting into this negative space that I didn't even realize I was going into. So all of those good things that I was doing for myself, for some reason, I just stopped like the motivation stopped it wasn't there. So even when I would work out, I wasn't giving it my all. I wasn't happy and working out didn't seem like a chore before I liked doing it. I actually looked forward to it. And then when I had all of the time in the world to do it, because these two were busy, I had more than enough time to do it. I wasn't, I can't tell you why, um, but I was just in this really negative mind space and, and, um, and I'm not a snacker. And I, and I was snacking and I would still say, I'm not a snacker. I'm not a snacker during that time. And I was, cause food was going missing and it wasn't the two of them. Cause they were both busy working and in school. It was me. And so it's hard. Oh, this, it's, this has been rough for a lot of people. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, I definitely. Same thing here. I had done a, a weight loss thing last year and I was pretty proud that I had lost a lot of weight and, um, getting laid off I got laid off in July of last year so getting laid off I think just it was I I always say well for some reason I feel like losing a job or getting laid off or getting fired or anything I feel like it's like worse than a breakup because it's like (laughs) like at least that's the way I took it because it's like I thought we were good I thought I was a great employee I got all these great reviews I got all these promotions and then all of a sudden um, we don't, we no longer need your, you know, we no longer have your position. And it's more like, but is it me, you know? And so it was, it was, it was rough. It was really rough to, to accept, uh, being let go. Yeah. And, um, and I took that really rough. I, I gained everything back and the pandemic did not help. And, uh, but now I think that this podcast has given me something to look forward to. Um, TikTok really helped a lot in the beginning and, and I think that that's what's been helping me is finding me different avenues in just giving I don't want to say giving meaning to my life because I have my kids and I have, you know, I have my husband and I, I don't want to be too dramatic about it, but it did feel like that. Like I needed something. I needed something like in my life. Like I felt like I didn't know where my life was at. Like I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know. Like, I didn't want to be in that job forever. God, know, you know, but I was great at it, you know, and I, I think that that's all it was. I was great at, at it and it was, it was taken away from me and it wasn't my choice. And I think that that's what it was. It's like, it wasn't my choice. And and um, then TikTok came and then this podcast, um, I think is what's driving me now. Um, And it's worked as a motivation. Just speaking to you ladies, you know, motivation enough, you know to, to get myself on track with my finances and my (laughs) self-care.
2: Well, that is part of self-care. I think you mentioned, uh, you have your kids and your husband and that's a beautiful thing to have. But I think again, as women and as, uh, Mexican women, because you know, that's how we were raised. Uh, and again, I'll speak for myself because I don't want to speak for anyone else. You're taught that, you know, you live for your kids, you live for your husband, but it's like, what about us? And that's okay too. That's okay to say, because one day your kids will be gone. And then what about you? What have you done for yourself to make you happy? One day, you know, you may have a husband, you may not have a husband. And then what have you done to make yourself happy? And I struggle with that too, living for everybody and then having no gas in the tank left for me and then what good am I to them if I'm as much as I try not to be sad about some things and to be happy and outgoing and and pushing and moving for my family if there's nothing left in the tank to take care of you what good are you to anyone else and so we have to make sure that that self care isn't just like, yes, we want to wax ourselves, we want to do all if it's what makes you happy and gets you through the day and gives you meaning and purpose for that day, then do it if it's wearing red lipstick, if it's, uh, you know, getting up every morning, putting on a cute outfit, even if even if it's sweats, and then doing your hair, doing your makeup or going for a walk or going out for a socially distant parking lot chat with a friend or whatever that means to you, making sure that you're doing that because no one takes care of us and we take care of everybody else. And you can't keep that up if you aren't doing what you need to do to make yourself happy. And it, I think we are so selfless in giving to everyone. That we forget, we forget that a lot of the times and we feel guilty. I still feel guilty, but sometimes I'm like, no, I I have to, you know, I want to be able to take 20 minutes for a walk or I want to be able to work out for a little bit. I get up every day. I Granted, I do leave the house to go to work, but I will do my hair and I do my makeup every single day because that makes me feel good. And even on the weekends, I get ready. Right now, I look like basura. But I'm okay with that, sort of.
0: Well, you just worked out, so you're good. <laughs> you look um, great.
2: Oh, <laughs> thank you. But no, it's just little things like that. That makes me feel good. I'm not going, am I going out anywhere? No. But do I want to put myself together? And that's what I do to make myself feel okay. And it's not to show off or to do anything for anybody else. That's what I like to do for me. And I think that that's okay. And I think we need to tell other women, that's okay. Do what you need to do for yourself, obviously within means, we're not going to <laughs> leave our children to fend for themselves so we can go party it up or do whatever. But you know, within reason, hey, take care of yourself. It's okay.
0: I have friends that say that too, that they, every single day they get up and get ready and put on makeup. And that's their one thing that makes them feel good. Linda, what is one thing that you do daily, just for yourself?
3: Well, that's a good question. I mean, I think for me, it is working out. I wake up in the morning um, and and I, now that I, I go to the gym, if not, I work out in my back patio and I've noticed that, you know, some days I wake up and, and I don't have the energy or I'm, and I'm too tired or I just want to lay down on my couch. But when I do that, then I feel like my day is not as, I feel like I'm more tired throughout the day. So I've learned to appreciate all of the benefits of working out in the morning. So now for me, it actually wakes me up in the morning and it's just not part of my routine. So when I when I don't do it, it's sort of like I slept in and I feel sloggy. And even though I I got a little bit more sleep or I was too lazy to to do the actual workout, you know, I regret it afterward. And one thing I've learned is I never regret the workout so i just kind of have to push myself to to do it and and yeah that that makes me feel good you know there's a little bit of sacrifice there i have to wake up early you know wake up when it's dark outside uh but it's it is like i said it's it's my me time and if i don't actually feel like jumping or doing anything crazy then i make it a walk but at least i feel like i got up and i did something and so and my husband goes for walks too and And, but we don't walk together and, you know, so I posted it one time on Instagram and people were laughing and I was like, well, that's okay. He, he can have his time. I have my time. We go our separate ways and, you know, we we both take the time and, and we're allowed to be by ourselves. We spend a whole lot of time together. So... Mm -hmm. And that's important yeah. because you guys are newlyweds. I mean, you—what what is it,
0: one year? It's going to go on two years? This a year and a half. A year and a half. So especially because you guys don't have kids, it's literally just you two. At least with us, it's like the kids definitely take our attention away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely important to have your me time um, mm-hmm. away from even just a little during this pandemic because you guys are together pretty much well, you're working from the office, right? But he's working from home, so.
3: Yeah, and that's another thing. Uh, like Paula said, I do, I do go into the office. Uh, and so I, I get dressed and I go, go to work. And that has helped us too. Um, so Phil had to transition to working remotely. Uh, and so it's hard for him. We don't know anyone in this town. We have no friends because the moment we moved here, everything closed down. So he's working remotely and he basically just sees me. I at least get to go into an office. I have coworkers and I I mean that there's a lot of value to that too. But a good part of our day is, you know, I go into the office and then I come home and that's a good transition for Phil. He could say, okay, look, my wife's home. I can turn off the laptop and stop working because then we run the risk of, you know, when you're working remotely, a lot of people end up working a lot more because you're in front of your computer, your office is right there. So you know we try to make it a point of um, having a point of our day, a break in the day to transition from working time and now, you know work is over and now it's our life. Our mm-hmm. life can begin. <laughs> if will. What about you, Leela? What have you been up to during the the pandemic? any, Anything that you've picked up for
1: yourself? I just being being able to sit down and watch my reality TV. Like that's what I do for myself because it's like, I do feel like I'm always doing for someone else. Mm-hmm. Like if it's at work, I'm doing for the company. Um, at home, I come home and here I am picking up after these kids or making dinner because they're hungry. Um, and then just trying to figure out what am I going to make that they like and I like. And, you know, it's just so oh, just such a mental struggle that, yeah, if I get to sit down for an hour and watch my 90 day fiance or whatever, whatever is on that day, that's what I do for myself. Like, I mean, of course, I still go to work, so I shower every day. So I can't say like, oh, the long, hot shower is for myself. I mean. I guess it is. I don't know. But this this body scrub is for myself. So, you know, spending the money on this so that I can feel softer after I shower, like little things like this make a big difference. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's it.
0: Well, this was a nice chat. I think it was definitely needed.
1: Thank
2: you so much for having us. Yeah, this is fun. Wait, can I just add one quick thing when you guys were talking about waxing and I totally forgot because we veered off into talking about something else when um, About talking about your bikini area and waxing and being embarrassed, please don't be if you go to a professional that is going to wax your bikini area, whether it's a bikini a Brazilian We're there to make sure that you're comfortable and to provide a service. Anyone that makes you feel like you shouldn't be there or that your size or that anything, like that you're not the candidate for a waxing, then that what you do is you get up and you leave and you find somebody that you feel comfortable with. We're there to provide a service. We always want to make sure that you're comfortable we don't make fun of you. I've never felt that someone is too small, too big, too this, to that, to perform a service. If I'm there offering that service to everyone, I'm truly there offering that service to everyone. So please, if waxing is something that you want to do, do not hold back because you feel uncomfortable. Yes, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for you. It's also a little embarrassing for us because we want you to be comfortable. But as mm-hmm. far as the particulars of your body shape, that is not any factor in a professional's um, repertoire. So please don't ever let that hold you back or let the way you feel about your size or yourself at that particular moment, hold you back from doing something that you want
0: to do for yourself. That's going to make you feel better. Well, thank you for that. Cause that's definitely one of the things that held me back. I'm definitely going to do it. I even said jokingly, I was like, oh my God, I should do a, a, a video while I'm getting it done. But yeah, I probably won't do that.
1: <laughs> the girl I go to, I, I didn't know her before. Um, and if it was very uncomfortable the first time, I probably would never have returned. Um, but she was so professional, like I said before, and just made me feel so comfortable and explained everything and just was like, I, I didn't feel judged. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it was just great and i'm just glad Mm -hmm. that i get to do it and um she's actually coming back tomorrow so i get to see her again tomorrow
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think the first barrier or just the big one is your own you know feeling of yeah it's insecurity and i mean i mean how often are you Yeah, right you don't you're not used to showing exposing yourself quote unquote to um, someone Strangers. right and so it's really kind of just if you haven't done it at all that's that's the first kind of hurdle to cross but just keeping in mind that they are professionals and they're doing this as a, as a service and they're you know their goal is to help you feel more comfortable um you know for the reason that you're going to get waxed in the first place mm-hmm. and, and it's it's of course not to to judge you so it's kind of you know, just kind of crossing that barrier in your own head.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And if you go to a place that makes you feel that way, you get up and that's not the place for you. It's not that Mm -hmm. waxing isn't for you. That place isn't for
0: you. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Well, thank you again, ladies, both of you for all this insightful information. Um, I appreciate you both coming on and I hope that you return and we could touch base in hopefully a couple of weeks or months, whatever the case may be. This is yeah. fun.
2: Yeah. Thanks for no, having thank us. Thank you so much
3: for having us. No problem. I had fun. It was good to catch up with my sister and my cousin yes. and you know Lila, who I've known my whole life. So it's it's a pleasure. And you can actually, I don't
0: know, Lola, if you if you even knew that Paula had a podcast or not, but uh check out our podcast for Real For Real Podcast and you can find it on any platform. Mm-hmm. Any
2: yeah. podcast, Any podcasting podcast. platform. Thank you so much. Um, yeah appreciate the shout out we're on a hiatus for the moment
0: <laughs> they're fun and and they're they're pretty they're pretty they're they're a nice link so you you're it's okay if you're if we're in a hiatus linda Leela, if you guys haven't had a chance to catch up on them you'll you'll have time
2: <laughs> they're, they're good to take in doses You can, even if there's not a lot of them you can split them up listen you'll have yeah
0: they were nice to listen to because we hadn't talked in so long so it was a way of like oh my god I wonder what she's been up to so it was really nice enjoyable and um it's like I feel like we we were able to catch up you know, mm-hmm. so it was pretty cool.
2: No, oh, thank you. Well, thank you for having me on now. I cursed you with long, long episodes.
0: <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of information that was very important. So I appreciate you ladies coming on and um talking about self-care because again, this is another New Year's resolution, or I don't even want to call it New Year's resolution, but uh uh starting off the new year
1: on a positive
0: know, note. And a positive on a positive note. There you go. Starting off the new year on a positive note. So thank you. I appreciate you both and uh, thank you all for listening. We'll make sure to um, include any information that we talked about on the, the uh, comments below. Also, I forgot to mention the scrub and the body butter that we got were from Mama Verde Apothecary, which will definitely also include their information in the description below. So thank you guys so much. Hasta la próxima. Adios. Bye. Bye. Until next time. Cafe con Canela is an ONT Media production. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Cafe con Canela Podcast and Facebook at ONT Media.
1: Catch us on Wednesday mornings on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Hasta luego. Bye.